see the video. This is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is another episode of the new release wall, as you can probably tell because you can hear the sound of the car moving. Hello. And if you're watching us, you can actually watch us this time because <laughs> uh, we went to see a 7 o'clock screening of The First Purge. Yes. And uh, because it's, uh, it's a summer movie... 7 o'clock uh, screening actually lets out when there's still light in the sky. Yes. Which is weird. So, uh, uh, first of all, uh, Zach, what did you think of, of The First Purge? I um, I liked it a lot. I'm, a, I'm actually a fan of the, the Purge series, weirdly. Um, <laughs> it definitely does not seem like a series that I would ever like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been getting, like more and more political and yeah. more like subtle not like I mean obviously the I forget whether it was the election last one the, the one before one. was oh it was the last one yeah it was election year um so it, it that wasn't inherently political obviously but right. uh but it's also been kind of like the traditional like the way I mean like a lot of the Bloomhouse films yeah. are in general but um has been, you know, like the 70s and the 80s, especially the 80s, like kind of trash films, this sort of thing that made, you know, like they live, was it they live, they live live and, you know, I mean, even when you think of Robocop and like any Paul Verhoeven movie. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I I enjoyed this one, uh, not as much (laughs) as say like the second, um, second one or something like that, but, but it was still... Um, I really, really dug the like. Yeah, we're we're throwing over all those those casts of yeah, like yeah. with a wink and a nod. It's tr- it's like the right wing. Yeah. Now it's like no, 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 America first and da 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 da. Everything like that. We're just going gung ho. I mean, I didn't yeah. see any red hats, which actually surprised me. Yeah, but, no, especially because I yeah. the movie poster. Yeah. Um, I will say the 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 whole movie was about basically the idea that like young and minority people will save us from terrible old white people. And of course uh, there's an irony to the fact that we know that's not actually true because we this is a prequel and we know how it all ends. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, additionally uh, because of that I kind of like the fact that when we were first introduced to the like Proud Boy characters yeah. they are doing the like wheelies in the middle of the street like yeah. the uh, like the young black folk in Philly in, in uh, Creed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I felt like that was in a uh, like I, I genuinely felt like that was in a conscious attempt at cultural appropriation. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the whole that whole th- series because we had you know different we had different groups introduce each other. The Proud Boys they wear white shirts and um, you know white shirts and khakis um, mm-hmm. and different groups which like uh, it basically was you know, yeah. they they basically went through and were like who was at Charlottesville. Let's throw them there, which which yeah. is interesting. I mean, Charlottesville anniversary is coming up in a month, so it's it was it's interesting because there's we kind of like a bunch of people who were at at uh, Charlottesville are having conversations about how now it's being kind of I don't not appropriated in the like the bad sense, right. but just built into our culture as yeah. a thing that everyone knows that happened and and the way we talk about things. So it's it's interesting. Like I as a person who loves this sort of stuff, yeah. um, I enjoy it. I can certainly see as people who were, you know, fucked up at Charlottesville yeah. may find not only, pro- I, I doubt that they'll go see this, yeah. but also like, will be a little like, this is, yeah. this is very uncomfortable. Just the idea of it. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I haven't seen any of the previous Purge movies, which is just again like it is a franchise that I had no interest in so at all. It's just like you've seen the prequels yeah, of exactly. Star Wars first, and exactly. Then... <laughs> exactly. Uh, or, or you know, again to go back to the Creed example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jenna and Chris, who do the Tomato Tomato podcast, saw Creed and had never seen Rocky. And their whole podcast was literally like, I bet that would have made more sense if I'd seen Rocky. So I sent them my extra copy of Rocky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, I dug it. Uh, it's funny because I watched this uh, shortly after having watched The Domestics. Yeah. And The Domestics is uh, a little bit more Mad Max than this. Yeah. But it's very it's a it's a similar sensibility in the sense that. Uh, it's a movie that's all about uh, a not-too-distant future where the government turns yeah. against its people, and the survivors of that live in this kind of horrifying culture where everybody's basically trying to kill most everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so it's interesting watching this on the heels of watching The Domestics because it's just like... And I get that this is just a, a genre or a, kind of a subgenre that's been popularized in no small part by the success of The Purge yeah. as a franchise. Yeah. But uh, it's a, it's it probably says something about our culture that right now this is a such a popular like it's literally the burn it all to the ground subgenre is uh, is so yeah. popular and seems to speak to so many people. Yeah, no, I mean, and I mean, there's obviously there's a ton of films in this. I'm I'm sure that this idea. I mean, the. Uh, I, I'm ha- the one thing I, I I do like about the series is I don't know I mean maybe maybe I'm completely wrong uh, but I feel like they've stayed away from the um, the joy like the just like pure like violence for joy yeah, j- yeah. for for just having fun which like so many you know of these type of films like they're basically right. more along the lines of the ripoffs of like funny games yeah, yeah and things like that that have kind of like oh these people just are sick bastards and want to do it yeah like, even the second even the first film the first uh not the first purge but the first purge movie right um <laughs> uh that that kind of stayed away from that even though even though it literally was like you had all these crazy people descending on right. our house who were taking joy in it in, right. in doing it but they were still seen as they're always almost always portrayed as bad the baddies right um and which which is surprising in this type of thing because i think you could very easily make this same exact film series mm-hmm. with like yay you know revenge yeah, yeah. and you know like have different scenarios you know different oh things yeah totally people. like they're doing a tv show based on this premise and i feel like that's a bad idea but. it probably is <laughs> but I, I do feel like the yeah. natural direction of a show like that is yeah. that they'll eventually end up with uh, like a six episode arc where it's like but no this time it's the good guy yeah you know this time it, we're you know and, and you yeah. kind of saw it hinted at here in the sense that like isaiah in this movie uh the main character's brother, basically. She's, like, the main character is, is a person who is uh, opposed to the Purge and yeah. is trying to organize her community to first resist it and then once it's inevitable to kind of come together and be yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah, I think you're, like, kind of generic Black Lives Matter activist right, exactly. uh, type person. Like, that's her, yeah. And but, and not in a, and, and I should say, not in a, like, she's making signs again. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right. there's only, like, one moment where it's, like, at least as a person who covers yeah. this sort of thing is like I'm like oh yeah no that's how it would happen but it's still like yeah. a little uncomfortable <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah she uh, she has a younger brother who is very has essentially lost all hope 
And so at the beginning of the movie, he's working for a drug dealer, and then later in the movie, he decides to take the cash payment to Purge. Yep. And uh, and so you have this thing where throughout the movie, you're, they're constantly reinforcing that he's without hope. And and they give him a kind of a, a revenge rationale yeah. at, at first in the sense that he was while he was dealing drugs, he was attacked by some random dude who... He is the guy who just like yeah. ha ha ha. I like to do creep. I yeah. like to do crazy things, and I look creepy. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And and like that dude, he serves as the closest thing you have to like an organic antagonist in this movie. Yeah. In the sense that, uh, I mean, it's not a spoiler to say because in literally every trailer, uh, the government essentially stages this first purge where they fill it with yeah. outside influences so that when it doesn't go, when it doesn't get wildly violent and it doesn't do what they want, yeah, yeah. they're able to kind of fan the flames and yeah, make yeah. it look like a success. Yeah. And within the context of, if you remove all of those outside elements from it, the only real, like, interior kind of anarchic presence is this guy Skeletor yep. and so they gave Isaiah this thing of like well I'm I'm here I'm, I'm literally staying and purging just so I can kill this one dude who attacked me Yeah. Uh, and then he's like it doesn't it, it's one of those weird things where they, they kind of abandon that plot thread about halfway through the movie and I won't get into why yep. but uh, <clears throat> so they kind of flirted with that idea of being like oh no but it's a good person who's who's yeah. purging for a good you know for a, yeah. not a good reason but for you know. but it, again in, 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 in every scenario um, in all of these films um, I can think of I mean I haven't re refreshed myself in all of them recently but um, you know in all of them the kind of the people who you would expect to purge um, do not and it's and it is and it's and it's it's surprising because this would be such like basically fucking porn yeah. for like a the crowd that like you know, attacked people at Charlottesville yeah. and be just the kind of the MAGA crowd and stuff like that. Yeah. Like this would be such, but like, and I feel, and also it's, it's and kind of like, I dig it because they could have like after the first one, the first one is, was relatively generic. Yeah. It was just one person and a, a one family in a house. And there's a whole, you know, it yeah. wasn't this larger kind of world that they mm -hmm. built. Um, and this, the ones after that, have basically portrayed rich people as terrible, like mm -hmm. by setting up people to be purged, yeah. and then, uh, and then you have like right wingers with the well, kind of right wingers. I mean, mm -hmm. generically right wingers, kind of MAGA type people yeah. in the in the in the one after that um, as being the terrible people, and then in this one they literally it's like the government itself yeah. is is basically and it's it. funny uh, I'm because yeah. uh, your friends worked on this book I, I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, the Blood of Patriots and it, it's kind of funny because I see parallels between this and The Blood of Patriots yeah. in the sense that uh, very much like in real life where these paranoid militia freaks elect somebody like Donald Trump and then like he's the dictator that everybody was terrified that Obama yeah. was going to be Yeah, and uh, it, it's similar in this movie in the sense that like yeah. the very people who think the government is going to turn against me are the ones that the government weaponizes yeah. against the rest well, of did, them. You didn't hear from Alex Jones. Uh, oh. He announced that they're the, the, the Democrats or the liberals oh, yeah, are right. going to have a revolution on July 4th. Yeah. Um, it was weird that he got that memo um, because, you know, we're pretty tight-knit about it. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. No, I mean, it's I mean it's exactly the same thing. I mean, like, Greg used to, mm -hmm. Greg Palast used to joke when he would be talk to Alex Jones and be like, I don't know why you guys didn't, you guys had a revolution on July, or back, or not in July, but, uh, 
uh, back in 2000, you guys did fucking nothing. Yeah. You literally had the Supreme Court overthrow a government, uh, elected government, and you guys sat around with your guns and did nothing. But anyway, but yeah. but no, but it is. It, I what I love that like they have not just. I, I'm I'm surprised, continually surprised by the series that they keep basically alienating their clear market yeah, group oh yeah, yeah. by saying oh like they pull up his uh, pull up this one guy's uh, ankle and he has a tattoo and it's a paw and I'm like oh it's a Blackwater tattoo and then literally the next line and you're like oh yeah those Blackwater types and I'm like yeah, yeah. god damn they're just hitting it on the note and then literally like and then as you said the Proud yeah. Boy the Proud Boys and they have the flags that are you know just subtly different than yeah, yeah. and I was surprised the, the thing that really because it was just oh this is just generic shit of like oh these are the white supremacist groups that exist mm-hmm. in America that obviously would love to Purge, right. um, you know the the uh, you know public housing and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. But they literally walk out of a uh, of a of a scene with um, clear shields, like they had oh, at Charlottesville, yeah. Yeah. which was the thing that I, like that was everything else would have been just oh this is kind of generic. But literally the fact that they had shields, with yeah. it, and there was no purpose for them to have shields. Um, like you know, within the film yeah, context, it was just, other it was than a just this is Charlottesville, of, like yeah. this is Charlottesville, guys. You remember those photos? Yeah. And that's, uh, it's interesting because I'll, I'll try to remember uh, for the audio version of this to include mm-hmm. a clip from my interview with Blum. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked to Jason Blum after the first, or yep. after the uh, election year. Yeah. And it's funny because at the time I asked him about, because we were in the middle of the election and so I asked him about Trump. And he talked about how like the insanity of Donald Trump yep. uh, fed into the movie in a way that they couldn't have anticipated because obviously they wrote it yep. before the election yep. was in really full swing. Uh, and I, I feel like it's probably the same thing here. I feel like it's probably the same. It's like, this movie clearly wasn't written post-Charlottesville. It wouldn't be produced and finished and released yet. Yeah. However, obviously, there was a point when they were in, deep in production and they were able to pull some of the iconography from yeah. that and be like, you know what? We're going to make sure that's in this mm-hmm. film. And gonna, I mean, yeah. there, there were there were other... Um, uh, I don't know, riot or whatever, I- instances where all they could have pulled these things from but you know i mean i mean on the other hand they you know i mean I, i'm still i'm continually surprised like i was watching um uh the very unfortunately terrible escape plan 2 oh, yeah. um because i actually enjoyed the first one right, because right. again that was one that fucking a sylvester stallone movie with arnold schwarzenegger talking about the evils of private prisons yeah. and talk again talking about blackwater mercenaries yeah. in a extraordinarily negative light yeah. and you go Wow, Jared, I I never really made this connection because yeah. we're so in that world, you know, and just like the politics and yeah, books yeah. we read. I mean, like I know I personally I'm friends with the guy that basically outed the reason why and uh, yeah. the reason why anyone knows who Blackwater is. And you go, wow, I this is actually amazing that it not only has made it in pop culture but like made it into multiple multiple films yeah. as like you don't even really need to explain it too much. Like yeah. other mercenary like, types like Blackwater, and you go. Yeah, wow. I, I, like the, literally, I think the line because of yeah. course this is set in the future yeah. is like like Blackwater back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that. that <laughs> you know, and again, you're right. Jer- without Jeremy, like probably nobody knows what the fuck Blackwater yeah, is, yeah. especially because it is one of those organizations that changes its name every two years. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's Z and then there's yeah. anyway, but yeah. But but yeah. So uh, uh, I but I, yeah, I like this a lot more than I kind of expected to. I mean, I, I didn't expect to dislike it going in as much as I ordinarily would have yeah, because yeah. of the fact that you'd already prepped me with like you really dig in the series yeah. but uh, it, uh, it was definitely I, I would suggest checking it out 
uh, this weekend, we're probably going to end up seeing Ant-Man, probably. probably yeah. um, uh, but I, I, I will say, if it's me and I had a choice between seeing this movie and seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. I would see this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, the first Ant-Man did absolutely nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, uh, the fact that the context context of what this film is, the, the next, uh, this Ant-Man and the, Wa- yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be, uh, basically, I was excited for it just because I like Paul Rudd and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like always rooting for Paul Rudd because like he's always been fantastic in every single thing he's ever been. I think we talked about this yeah, when yeah, we yeah. saw the first one and it's like, he's finally ma- doing films that make money. Yeah. Yay. Everyone knows who he, I, oh, okay. Now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, now they basically Marvel decided to be like, eh, let's let's just erase him from the Infinity World, the entire multi-billion-dollar universe that's happening, and like, well, yeah, he's anyway. he's gonna be in the next one, I guess. I'm but, sure, yeah, uh, but like, yeah, anyway. anyway. But yeah, so uh, any final thoughts? I... Um, I, I, I'd be very, uh, you know, um, anybody, <laughs> anybody who's listening that was actually at Charlottesville, I'd be interested to see the other opinions of it, mm-hmm. but also like, you know, um, this, I, I'm very, I'm very interested to see, I've never seen, I've yet to see a review or any conversation, uh, within the kind of the right media mm-hmm. about this film series as much. And I'm very curious because this is probably the first one that, I mean, the, 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 the comment, the guy that is uh, you see a lot in the film who yeah. represents the government. You don't see the president that often right, other than yeah. just like a thing. He's I, I, he's Sean Spicer. Like yeah. oh, he's, yeah. very, he's very Sean Spicer. And so, and like just the casting and the hair mm-hmm. and that like, it just, you gotta go, is that him? Yeah. And, and so it'd be very interesting again. Which is funny because I was, uh, you say Sean Spicer and it immediately, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But throughout most of the movie I was thinking Alex Jones. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I definitely see he has more of an Alex Jones look because he's a lot, he's a lot pudgier right. than. Um, than but I think you're right in terms yeah. of the way he carries yeah, himself, yeah, the fact yeah. that he carries himself with some dignity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, but was, um, but yeah, the the uh, the other thing actually I wanted to talk about real quick just mm-hmm. because uh, tonight I'm going to release the director's commentary for Jurassic Games. Oh dear lord! <laughs> and uh, they did a thing in this movie that they did with Jurassic Games. Uh, which is that they clearly had only a very limited amount of time with Marissa Tomei. Yeah, yeah. And so you see her uh, being interviewed by Van Jones on a practical location outside of, like, a protest. Yeah. And then you see her a bunch of times in, like, the the control center where the the national founding, or the new founding fathers of America are watching the first purge unfurl. Yeah. And... It's always her and the government stooge, yeah. uh, essentially on a green screen. Yeah, and so clearly what they did is they shot all of Marissa Tomei's stuff in like two days, yeah, probably on yeah. a green screen, and then they immersed those two characters into the other environments where they were supposed yeah. to be, yeah. which is how like for Ryan Merriman and I can't remember the other woman's name, but the woman who played the uh, the director behind the scenes in the in the Jurassic games. Yeah. Those yeah. two actors are the most like famous marketable people in the film. Yeah. And so that's the same thing that they did for Jurassic Games, which he talks about uh, on the commentary mm-hmm. track, is that he, he basically he squeezed every second of those guys out of them yeah. so that that way they could be in as much of the movie as they possibly could while still only having to give him the amount of time they had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which it, I probably wouldn't have noticed it if I hadn't literally just been having that conversation yeah, no. about Jurassic Games. But because I had just had that conversation, I was like watching it and going, oh, this is a green screen scene. That's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. And then even like the scene, there's a scene late in the movie 
where, uh, like, uh, Marissa Tomei has to do essentially stunts. Yeah. And you can clear, like, at no point can you see her face. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, so this is either the stunt person or just a body double. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you see the hair and the jacket, no. and it's like, so this is this is Marissa Tomei's character. The They're the fuck Spider-Man in this scene? Anyway. Uh-huh. But yeah. the, one, the, one thing, the one thing I will say, though, is that anyone from New York City, like, you might get thrown by the fact that they... You know, this happens on Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. Which is basic Staten Island is the place is the reason why you had uh, two terms of Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Why you know I think there was three hundred thousand people that voted for Donald yeah, Trump yeah. in New York City. Probably three hundred thousand were from Staten Island. Staten Staten Island is a right wing, like yeah. seriously fucking right wing for even for. You know, the, yeah, the that, country, it's a right-wing place. But obviously this is vaguely in the future, and, you know, even yeah. though, like, the cars are the same, you know, it's like, yeah. this is the future. Exactly. And, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, if you're if you're lefty and just give you, you know, like, basically every... It, it, it's friendly to activists yeah. in, in the way that, like, they don't make fun of them, which is something that yeah. uh, I think the whole series does well. Um, and, uh, you know, but, yeah, I would definitely... I highly recommend or highly recommend seeing it especially considering there's nothing out until what Thursday yeah, night yeah. Uh, when Ant-Man comes out so yeah exactly Ant-Man comes week. out this weekend but if yeah. you want to see something over like I'm going to publish this tonight if you want to see something literally tomorrow <laughs> on July 4th yeah yeah uh, go see this yeah. uh, also just uh, so it's been said uh, I am of course blanking on the name of it but uh, a an indie, an indie horror studio here in Syracuse uh, I went to a comic convention locally, mm-hmm. and I got into a conversation with this lovely actress and one of the producers. And he, when he found out we do a movie podcast, and when he found yeah. out we were from Emerald City because he yeah. used to rent there, oh, nice. he gave me like a stack of DVDs. Sweet. And so we're gonna be uh, in the near future. One of the things I want to do is reinstate the two movies thing. Yeah. And what I want to do is I want to have a handful of things where we'll watch a new movie and then one of these yeah. like Syracuse-made nice. horror films. Sweet. Uh, I also want to look at because even though this is not Syracuse made, as far as I know, this girl did it. Uh, Franken Shark, which is. Oh. <laughs> do you remember seeing the cover of that? I think. Uh, I, I I remember the hearing about or at least knowing that it exists. Yeah, I don't even know uh, if I saw a cover. The, for the, it. the girl that I was talking to her name's Greta Volkova, I think. Uh, but she apparently was in Franken Shark, and I'm just like on top of the the Syracuse horror movies. I feel like I'm obliged to like yes, if somebody I'm local was in a movie that ridiculous. I feel like yeah. we're obliged to look yeah. at it. We should do so. we should do uh, Franken Shark and then uh, I Frankenstein because, and see which one is <laughs> which one is better. <laughs> That's a great idea. And 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 um, I could probably I I, I I can't promise, but if we do that. I can probably dig up the audio from my interview with Kevin Grievous, the uh, actor, writer, comic book writer who created I, Frankenstein as a graphic novel. Nice. And uh, who I I talked to him about that film. I was on the phone. He was at Comic-Con, I think. Yeah. Like in like 2012 or something. So. And and, uh, one last promo. We will be doing um, uh, a film... Which I'm super excited about doing a twofer, which usually we don't do new release. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and an old one, but this one's special because yeah. it's a uh, um, it's a new one. But we'll we'll promo that uh, soon. Um, yeah. You can kind of figure out what big blockbuster's coming up um, with a uh, a mineral 
Um, and uh, <laughs> it's there's 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 fire and there's action and because of the because of the fire you can you can smell something cooking. It's I don't know. Yeah, We're mixing know. our metaphors. But uh, thanks for listening and uh, <laughs> we will be back super soon because like I said there's going to be Jurassic Games tonight yep. and there's going to be probably Ant-Man this weekend if we're being real yep. and uh, so uh, while we're gone please be kind and rewind <laughs>